today's episode, week one of pre-patch, weekly class balancing, less than two weeks to elemental invasion event and evokers are released, twitch drops and all the fell drake drama you can handle, and much more coming up. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Extended Maintenance. I'm Darren, joined as always by Hodge. And uh, yeah, I guess before we get started with this, I just noticed that we had a pretty good influx of listeners in the last week or two. So I so will say thank you for everyone who is listening. Welcome to people who are new and listening. And uh, yeah, that's that's about that. What have you been up to uh, in-game this week, Hodge? Um, <laughs> in-game, I would say nothing inspiring um unfortunately just uh continuing to probably do a lot of what everybody else is doing and just playing with the different talent builds and watching closely to see what's next on the chopping block for hotfix and what's being reworked and so i mean for the most part just messing around um Orgamar training dummies have become my new best friends so um i'll be doing that for the next couple of weeks um i was doing hollows in there for a while and did not get them out so i don't want to talk about it yeah um what about you? Yeah, the uh, Headless Horseman's Mount eludes you for another year. Unfortunate. Oh, very for 180 attempts. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> I know the feeling. Brutal. I was there for a very long time until this year. So, uh, and as far as me, nothing, I guess, of substance with uh, you know, progression-wise or stuff like that. Queuing, queuing you guys for Headless Horseman mounts is whenever I can. And mostly I've just been kind of farming, farming some old mounts and some old content and trying to get some achievements and just kind of doing stuff like that I, for all intents and purposes the expansion itself's over for me i'm not going to try to get anything else really and uh so yeah i've kind of just been busy work i gotta empty my inventories on my characters and set up talent trees on you know the characters that i'm gonna start with in the expansion and kind of just some uh house cleaning sort of stuff so and more much, on that later yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much all i've been doing sounds riveting but I think that, like, that's, you You kind of put it in a way where, I mean, like, the expansion is done. I mean, I always, like, chuck it up to, like, when the next expansion's, uh, you know, loading screen is, is up and in, in, in full flight. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, the expansion is predominantly done. Yeah, thanks. I know. How could I say? A genius. Um, so what do we got on the show for today? Yeah, I guess if that's uh, pretty much all we have to talk about, and really we just haven't been accomplishing much in the game this past these past couple of weeks you know uh winds of wisdom still going on until next week so uh or is it next week or is it, no still two weeks yet right yeah it'll be till the 15th so it'll be up until i guess phase two of the pre-patch drops um which i mean as you know i think we were talking a little bit earlier just in case anyone was not aware calling it on their calendars um blizzard's uh 18th anniversary actually starts on the 5th, 5th november 6th which is this upcoming sunday now interestingly enough that gives you one week overlap with the Winds of Wisdom buff. Um, so an 18% experience buff from WoW's anniversary with Winds of Wisdom. So um, if you're leveling alts, you could continue to do it this week. You still will have Winds of Wisdom. But, I mean, I have actually a character that's still remaining to be leveled, and I actually, when I noticed this, I just was like, I'm not leveling. I'll wait until next week. But teach throne. Yeah, that'll be nice. If you want to level up, you can get quite a bit of a bonus XP if you stack a few things. If you want to get some characters up to 60 or whatever, whether it be for doing these uh, event event type things like Krampus or Love Rockets or Hollow's End. Or if you care to actually play them in the actual game, you can still get your Winds of Wisdom buff for a couple more weeks. But anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much 
pretty much covers what we've been doing in game, kind of just busy work. So I guess the hot take of the week we can move on to and probably is going to take up quite a bit of the time, quite a bit of our time, or maybe it won't. I mean, maybe we'll just say our point and be done with it. But point is a couple, um, whether it was last episode or the one before we announced or well, we didn't announce, but we spoke about, uh, the Twitch drops that were, it was announced that there was going to be Twitch drops and we didn't know what they were right now we do. Yesterday it was announced that uh, which what the trips Twitch drops would be, and they are as follows: Twitch promotions for Dragonflight running for the next few months are November fifteenth through seventeenth. If you watch four hours of drop enabled streams, you can earn the Dragon Kite Pet. This is a TCG loot card item that was available uh, through. Also, the only way it was available in the game was through Black Market Auction House uh, Black Market containers, uh, and then the next one. Which I'll save for last because it's the most fun. December 13th through 28th, if you watch for two hours, you'll earn the Perpetual Purple Firework. Again, another TCG uh, loot card item. It's a toy and uh, not obtainable other in any other way th- than through the uh, trading card game loot cards. So, And then from November 28th through December 12th, if you gift two gifted subs to whatever streamer that has the drops enabled, you'll get the Ichabod pet, which is a, a new pet. And then finally, the news of the day, November 28th through 30th, watch four hours of drop-enabled streams to earn the illustrious Feldrake TCG mount. Woo! It's letting everybody enjoy that moment, let it sink in, let everybody know how they feel. Um, so yeah, I think some really, really cool drops. Um, it's a really, really cool idea. Yeah, they're I think. all cool. They're all great. And I think that even besides like what it is, like whether it's a funny purple hat or a funny purple firework, I think the idea is really, really cool. You know, it's it's the inspiration to watch WoW and, and to involve themselves in the community and to, to rally behind, you know, people that, you know, are, are, are I guess, lead our community. And, and if you're not familiar with those people, I mean, to get familiar with them, I mean, they're great resources. They're great people, and they do a lot for our game. So, I mean, again, really, really cool. Get to support them in many ways, and you get to get some really, really cool stuff. Now, I mean, <laughs> to, you know, maybe tag it into, you know, why this week was not very entertaining and why, you know, in-game, why I never paid attention to anything in-game was because there was actually so much to pay attention to outside of the game. That the was forums. just <laughs> yeah, taking up all of my time. I think that, like, I would be logging in, and I'd be missing headless horseman cues because i would get caught up reading either the wow forums on a top on this topic specifically or even on twitter it was pretty savage a lot of back and forth for sure yes <laughs> some of the quotes of... some of the quotes man i i i got a lot of drama even... on the forums no on twitter in the community and i mean okay i'll preface it i'll preface it by saying this this is a marketing campaign right in every sense of the word Yes, the things that you're saying about um, the people that stream within the in the community that are great resources, great players, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm sure they are. But first and foremost, this is a marketing campaign for Blizzard to get more eyeballs on Dragonflight, right? And coming up with this type of Twitch drop program, just like the Twitch Prime stuff, it's all a way to get people, A, talking about WoW, B, watching WoW, and C, hopefully converting into customers for the game. That's, I mean, like, that's the idea, right? So if, but uh, to Hodge's point about onto that part of the drama, which is how angry, 
how angry some people are about the Feldrake. And, you know, the Feldrake is a TCG mount. If you know anything about uh, TCG mounts, they are notoriously expensive. People sell them, people auction them on eBay, sell them online. There is a website that has been up forever, uh, which is the de facto selling platform for TCG loot. And the Feldrake is currently $3,500 US. And so to Only- clarify, just anyone that's like, you know, sitting there being like TCG, like it's a trading card game. So back in Legion, WoW actually had a trading card game similar to what, you know, you probably would have experienced with, you know, Magic the Gathering. Or, uh, by you Legion, know, you mean Burning Crusade? Or sorry, yeah, Burning Crusade. It's all the same. Green, there was, there was a moon door at some point. Not the same, but yeah, so in... in it might be uh, before that. I don't know. It's anyways. It was yeah. way back, and it was only for a couple but, of years. Yeah. So I think that, like, again, it, it, it maybe it did start in classic. I, I don't know full details. I mean, I, I, to be honest, never owned a card. When the um, loot cards came out, I don't know exactly off the top of my head, but the, but the, but the loot cards were basically special versions of normal cards that had a scratch off code on them. The code could be redeemed in game. Like you go to the shop, you redeem the code, and you get. There was tabards, there was toys and trivial items, there was pets, and of course the big ones being the handful of mounts. One of them being the Feldrake, and the Feldrake being one of the rarer, only being outdone by the Swift Spectral Tiger. So with you know rarity and, and, and value in this third party market. Yeah, so I mean I, I I think the general consensus is that I mean to anyone that hasn't seen it, there are some people that really are excited. For the opportunity to get this mount, and yeah. get, I mean, not even just this mount. Well, me. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> me too. Self admittedly, um, and then there are some people that obviously think that it's um, the end of the world that it's even a thing. So, I mean, yeah, and honestly, I mean, fuck I say, these people I say because it's ridiculous. They're, 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 these, these people are complaining about. They're basically complaining because they're now angry that they went out and bought with real money or with in-game gold. It's probably real money. They say it's in-game gold, more than likely real money. They're mad that they spent thousands of dollars on a ga- on a game mount that now is available to everyone for free, right? They seem to think that there is some sort of status that comes along with, you know, having a Feldrake, a Swiss Spectral Tiger, a brown cock, or whatever you want, right? And there isn't, in my opinion. There's absolutely zero prestige in any paid item in the game. If you can spend money to accomplish anything in the game, then it means nothing. It is nothing. It means nothing at all. You don't go to Orgrimmar, Oribos, Stormwind, Dalaran, whatever Shatrath, whatever major city it is, and see someone on a fel on a fel on a Feldrake and automatically respect them. Right? There's no skill and effort into learning. And sorry, into earning gold or into swiping your credit card to buy a mount on eBay. There's nothing. There's nothing difficult. There's no difficulty to that. There's no challenge to that. There's nothing that says you know, look at me, I'm so good at the game because I have a Feldrake. What it says is you either spent endless hours farming gold or you swiped your credit card and bought it. And, you know, for some reason these people are linking in-game prestige to uh, more or less store mounts. It's like, you know, me going on the shop and buying like what's the, 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 the cat mount, you know what I mean? Sunworm fur line. And you have it, for instance, I don't, it's like you coming up to me and like trying to rub that in my face as if, you earned it somewhere. <laughs> There's some sort of merit into like how you earned the cat mount. You went on the store and you bought it. I can go on the store and buy it. I haven't. I I might if it's cheap enough. I don't know. 
But I mean, point is, you haven't done anything in the game more than me in order to get that. You haven't achieved anything. As it, like I said, there's no prestige in buying mounts. Like these people talk as though having a Feldrake and a Spectral Tiger is somehow important, I guess. Whereas it's not. It's a store mount in you know in a different form that has been made to be i don't know a big deal uh, but it, it's whatever anyways that's slash rant for me <laughs> i like i want to i guess stop you only slightly i mean i will say that you know right from the beginning that like i also stand with you that like anybody that is in outrage of this does not understand bigger picture and it's uh, an absolutely like ridiculous theory that you know you, the thing that you i saw this like awesome quote actually on twitter where it was like you know i can't believe that so many people are upset that like you know or, or think that the thing that they own that's cool is less cool because other people can get it like in the end if you like the mount you like the mount like i don't understand how it could be any cleaner than that um i get the the, the idea of having the rare mount too the only thing i'm like wheeling back on is like i will not also discredit the people that like are just really really good at making gold now i mean like hey they're like it's not it's not for everybody it's but it's a part of the game so i'm not gonna also you know deface that hey if you're somebody that like you know manages the auction house and, and, and has all these professions running and level all these characters to have all these professions and to make all this money cool that's a part of the game but um, it's just but, but but it's time but no i disagree it's time consuming yes difficult no prestigious no it absolutely isn't having a bunch of not, money okay, in the well, game is not prestigious sure, whatsoever I'm not literally saying like, that, have like, you read the, the stuff these people are saying on the floor yeah, i understand there? and i'm not saying <laughs> that any of those people are right what i'm saying is that like you know before we go a little too far in the regard like i get that like farming gold and making gold is a part of the game and sure i, would I, I don't fault you for making gold, yeah, gold and, and buying i'm saying that like i would challenge though to also say like well it's easy like i mean sure you can go out and you can pick herbs for 12 hours go for it that's easy but the people that actually you know typically are actually you know have a lot of gold don't just farm herbs for 400 hours like they are usually very heavy on like following their auctions routinely throughout the day and like you know changing prices and, mo and monitoring prices and buying low and selling high and like playing you know like you would in the real world so i'm like not again it, and i'm saying this like from a point where like it's not even you know what i play the game for so again i'm not like in any regards like first in the practice but i'm also not going to describe it. okay sure so, like but, but like, so fine. in the real world you can go play the stock market and be have spend a lot of time be really good at it whatever and you can make a bunch of money and i can make tens of millions hundreds of millions billions of dollars right and i can go right to ebay and there's a guy who's down and out on his luck and he's selling a gold medal from the 1996 olympics and i can buy it and i can go and i can walk around and i can wear that gold medal from the 1996 olympics and show everybody how i have a gold medal from the 1996 olympics it doesn't have my fucking name on it because i didn't earn it but i bought it and that means i'm better than you because i have one and you don't i didn't earn it though didn't do anything for it just bought it i don't think money. the better i don't <laughs> think the better is is the thing but here's the thing is that like we're losing also the idea I and mean, i mean like we're, and we're getting off topic so i don't want to go too far into this but like you're, we're losing like some of the thought or, or some of the sight where it's like the story isn't like I won the gold medal or I bought the gold medal or oh I didn't get the gold like he doesn't have my name on it because I didn't win it actually the story is that I worked the system successfully enough to be able to buy that guy's gold medal so I understand that perspective where it's like I worked in whatever way to earn a value to be able to purchase an item that is 
fine. Again, I don't want to go too far on it. I'm just, I'm not, again, I, I am coming from a place where I think that people that are freaking out are wrong, but I don't want to also totally wrong. discredit. Like I said, I don't want to discredit the people that are like playing the game for their own ways and, and you know, making money and whatever. That's cool. Like there are people that play the game for doing that. I play the game for, you know, that's totally that is um, totally fine people can play the game i'm not i'm not faulting anyone for wanting to play the game in any way that they want you want to spend your time making money in the game i want to spend my time trying to get you know achievements or whatever it is um the guys in echo want to spend their time trying to get world first peekaboo wants to spend his time trying to get rank ones everyone spends their time in the game differently but i don't look at those i don't look at peekaboo and go oh bullshit that he gets a special title and i don't i should be able to go in the store and buy that title i don't think that it's stupid it's a stupid way to think if it's 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 again and we're gonna go too far into this so i'm gonna stop it but what i'm saying <laughs> is that like you know but it's stupid in the eye of the beholder like it's stupid to you because of what the reasons that you it's, play the game and what stupid. you hold as a value it's, it's is that, here's the thing though is that in, these, in these people like in these people's you know circles and there are like i said there's not just like four people in the game that play the game for gold like there are many many people that sure. play this game heavily because they enjoy the market and they enjoy that aspect and it feels like a job inside a game and they enjoy it for that so in those circles it will be status to one another to own certain things and again i'm just going for the idea because i'm most certainly not one of those people i'm very poor in this game um i'm just going from a perspective where i'm like cool that's what they play the game for and that's what's important fine so the, i think okay, where, where they I... fail where okay, they fail in all of this argument is that you know i will say that i can respect you know um uh, something that is obtained within the game i can respect it if it's rare if it's hard to get if it's expensive you know like the brutus or amount like expensive you had to earn that money like cool that's cool that's like something that's like literally related to like earning gold and and, and you know managing your auctions and having money so still really no, there's possible. still no prestige in getting a brutosaur uh, dude are you telling me that you would not have a brutosaur and you would not ride around a brutosaur if you didn't have it like in the end it does have a little it doesn't bit matter of... it doesn't matter whether i would do it or not the argument the, the argument that people are making on the forums and all over twitter is that there is prestige in buying stuff there is not i can can I go and swipe my credit card and buy tokens till I get gold cap and go sit at the black market and black market black market auction house? Yes, I can. And what effort is that? And where is the prestige in that? There is none. Well, I, I do that, and I get it. And that's what I'm getting at is that like I think that like I'm not discrediting. Who cares you how you got the money? You bought it with money. Doesn't matter whether you spent endless hours farming gold or whether you just swiped your credit card there's no difference yes and i think that that's the problem and that's the reason why this had to happen and i genuinely think that blizzard needs to continue to do this like here is my thing i don't agree with you know the idea that this fancy mount now sits on some website that is not wow well i can't say wow related but like that is like you know blizzard affiliated or whatever it may be that legitimately just says like here's a map for thirty five hundred dollars. Like it, it can't happen. And because these transactions are happening, I mean, I would argue that like they're probably against the terms of service. So this is a lot of people that were doing RMT shit, got a bunch of gold, and bought these and bought these mounts. And, and very well, really super been. butthurt because they don't have a mount that other people can't get. And it's not because other people can't get it because they can't achieve it within the game. It's because other people can't get it because it's artificially scarce. And 
what Blizzard's doing is not is making it available to everyone as they should. And I can't wait until I can get a spectral tiger for Christmas. And people will actually just lose their mind. But I think that they need to do that. Like I, I, I stand on the side where like they need to continue to go through this. They need to. It's the only way they are going to squash some of this like external like cash expenditure on this game because it's it it's happening. Like anyone that doesn't know that it's happening, it's happening out there. So like. You know, there's websites and multiple websites where you can buy different mounts, different services, different whatever that like, even though, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, there is no RMT like there is like it's there. So like another form of Blizzard really, really trying to limit this and stop this is doing things like this. And I think that is right. Like it's not only right for, you know, the, the removal of, of something that's against the terms of service. It's just good for player base. Like, again, it's one thing to say, like. You know, I could understand the outrage of players if all of a sudden Blizzard came out tomorrow and was like, oh my goodness, watch four hours of Twitch just to get Invincible's reigns. Like, that would feel terrible, right? Like, I mean, think of, you know, how many people have run that, how many times to get it. I think how many people got it when it was, like, current, like, however many years ago, 2009, 2010. Like, that would feel terrible, right? So, like, I would say that that's something that, like, was earned in game and can still get earned in game this is also another thing where like it would be one thing to be a total punch in the face if the training card game was still going on if the training card game was still out there and you could just buy packs and hope you got a Feldrake yeah. one it's day been like, it's been defunct for 10 years or more that's the thing is that like it'd be completely different but the reality is, is that this mount is you know not around there's a scarce amount as you've mentioned and so people are literally just resorting to selling for $3,500 and that's not okay, so how I was People have admittedly on the forums already been sitting on these mounts to sell them. They sit on them for years. So it's artificial scarcity. Blizzard doesn't like that. Sorry. Blizzard doesn't want you to do real money transactions on items or anything in their game. It's their game. And uh, that's just the way it is. So freaking deal with it. These people that are saying like, oh, it's so frustrating that since I already have the mount and I spent millions of gold getting the mount, change the color or change the name or make a new mount. Well, you know what? You know what's going to happen? If Blizzard makes a new mount, then people are just going to complain that it's that it's a new mount that you can't get unless you watch Twitch. Like they can't win. There's no, there's, Blizzard's in a no-win scenario with this because you're going to have people that are angry that they're... 15 year old mount one that they've been able to enjoy for the last dozen years or more is getting put out for free and they had to pay a million dollars for it or or, sorry a million gold for it or pay thirty three thousand dollars for it whatever the case is they're just mad that they spent money on something that is now being given away for free that's it that's all there is to it you're mad that you paid for something you overpaid for something for that matter for item in game you seemed fine with it when nobody else had it then everything was fine now that everyone has it and you're mad well you got to enjoy it for 12 years is that not uh that wasn't good enough like it's just these people that on these forums that i'm reading that are just like there's some sort of entitlement right like they're entitled you're not entitled to anything and you know what if blizzard started bringing back like old glad mounts and giving to them giving them away as twitch drops then you know what those people would have a leg to stand on in this argument but saying i spent money on something and you shouldn't be able to have it because I don't know because I said so. Like, it's just sorry. That's not a good enough. That's not a good enough reason for me. And Blizzard did the best thing they could do if they wanted to destroy these 
third-party markets by and by giving away by giving away the Feldrig and by giving away just all TCG stuff. Like all these, all three of these drops are TCG items, right? And so yes, again, you know, there's also people I, who it, are mad about the fireworks and stuff too. Like you know, no one's as mad as they are about the Feldrig, but yeah, these all these third-party sites. It's like third-party gold selling sites, third-party mount selling sites. It's all the same shit. I think that like what is frustrating. I mean, okay, you know, someone's gonna stand on each side. Uh, I'm not frustrated at all. No, no. I mean, I am frustrated only in the regard, again, people are standing on the side of the fence. Whatever. I'm standing on the side of the fence where like, I think this is good for the game and I can't wait for my Feldrake. This is some this is some of the this is some of the greatest the greatest WoW forum content I've seen. It's pretty fun. I urge in, everyone in years. to do it. There's nothing hilarious. there's nothing there's there's zero downside to I this. remember zero. Or, I what's, recall, what's the worst? You're gonna get the small you're gonna get the small minority of "Quote unquote legacy," as they call themselves, Feldrick owners quit the game. All right, fucking see ya. And then you're gonna have what the other couple million players that are still playing the game that got their Feldricks for free on Twitch. Good. I'll trade a thousand losers was, for a couple million paying customers any day. I just thought it was kind of interesting or kind of you know fun to follow. Fun quotation. Just you know, like I said, I saw the post go up. Super entertaining. Yesterday, and I think that within the first like four hours there was like 1300 posts on it i was like whoa pretty crazy um so it 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 exploded and again this is where i was getting at before you know you continuously call everybody losers you know let me speak um the disappointing thing in all of this the frustrating thing in all of this is that like this is actually blizzard engaging with community and you know supporting its people that you know you know generate you know player base like you know, again, we're talking like this is a marketing campaign. Like these, you know, let's say these Twitch streamers, these YouTube streamers, whoever they are, like they're putting their brand out there ultimately for free, right? They're playing their game live for everybody, generating their own fan bases, getting people to invest in them, continue to play the game, like continues the longevity of the game. Like in the end, like there's lots of people Blizzard. who don't understand these basic marketing concepts. Like, you know, there's just just endless comments like here's a guy who says that uh buying twitch views to prop up their new expansion yeah that's 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 marketing they are going to a platform in which has eyeballs on video games and they are advertising they're putting their game on that platform in front of eyeballs that's pretty basic it's a pretty basic marketing strategy. You know what I mean? Like, where do you want Not them to mention, have like, I what think do you, that? Like, what do you, they, have, you know? they have no idea how this system works either. Because, like, the thing is, is that it's not like, like, Blizzard's buying the Twitch views. Like, it's not like Blizzard gets any of the actual money that is going in the Twitch views. They might get a couple, they might get players, you know, to buy their new game. That's the marketing piece that they're definitely well, hoping. Like, yeah, it's advertising. Comes would That's you rather them through, but like do you think it's buying more, twitch views like, like these, insane do these forum marketing majors would they perf- like would it make more sense for wow to just put a dragonflight billboard outside of michael's and that might be more effective or do you think they should go to a video game streaming platform and try to market their video game there which one do you think would be more effective for your company if you're advertising a video game, putting a sign out in front of a craft store? And I'm sure there's lots of people who go to Michael's that play video games. It's just a Michael's was in my head because of a conversation we had earlier. Or putting it on a video game streaming platform. You know, like it's pretty, it's pretty no-brainer for a better place to uh, potentially advertises so and some and you know what like you said some some streamers and people in the community they benefit from they they, they do nothing but benefit from it because they're going to have people donating subs so they can get a pet 
They're going to have people viewing their channel that might not have viewed them. I'm pretty sure, but I'm not 100% on this. Anybody is able to enable the the uh, drops. It's not specific to only, you know, the big time streamers and stuff, which, I mean, you know, the guys like the Yasmin Golds of, of uh, our community will be the ones that benefit the most from donated subs and all that kind of stuff. But Blizzard's doing, it's not necessarily bad. It's a win-win for everybody, basically, right? It's a win-win for the streamers. Sorry. Um and for the company to, uh, from an advertising perspective. So like, it's funny for me to read these forums and see these people that are like, oh, they're just shilling to Twitch for, for views. And they're forcing me to go watch Twitch to get a, to get a mount. I'm not forcing you to do anything. You don't have to go. You don't have to watch it. If you want the mount, you will, but no one's forcing you to get the mount. No one's forcing you to go to Twitch. And Blizzard's not really doing anything wrong by advertising on that platform in a way that they think is uh, a bit more engaging for their customers than simply, you know, a, uh, a splash ad on Google or something like that. Again, I just, I think that it's, you know, it's just taking away from, you know, all this rage, all this like freak out over a Drake is <laughs> just taking away from like the bigger picture. The reality is, is you know, Blizzard's making plays, man. <laughs> like I, was saying i was like you know and they're smart plays like and i'll give it to them there's some smart plays like you, you have to look maybe back at like some of this you know this history i say history is in like you know what six months ago five months ago four months ago um when they first did the first twitch drops for like you know watch and get a, a, a title right that's that's smart stuff that they're doing and it's it's almost very interesting that yeah they obviously have this partnership too with twitch to do these these drops but mm -hmm. you know if you also are following some of the twitch the, the twitch news and noise is you know right around the time where you know twitch was getting kind of a negative well they've been doing it for like overwatch for a while too it's not like they're just doing it for a while yeah what i'm saying is like how it's like now tied into like twitch like increasing like all their ads <laughs> like you know well, paying, that's a different like, like how, how i feel about like, twitch itself and like twitch drives me crazy but I know, but I was like, oh man, it's kind of smart. Like, you know, they've worked it back in to be like, hey, like, I know you hate that we made you watch ads, but what if you came here for four hours and dealt with the ads to get them out? You know what I mean? I was like, I think it's like a great partnership. It's big brain. It's or, smart. People are going to watch, right? Or go and sub or use your Twitch Prime sub to sub to somebody and watch them. And maybe you'll see some content that you never saw before that you like. Maybe you'll go and look at a different streamer than the ones you see on the front page. Probably not, but the majority of people, what they're going to do is open the stream, mute the tab, and collect their loot. That's that's. I think that's the. I think that's the part of the uh, marketing plan that either they don't care or overlook. But I think ultimately, it's still going to work out well for everyone, except for the butt hurt legacy Andes, who paid three grand for legacy a fucking while now. Nice. Um. <laughs> We got new people. So um, fuck them. Fuck them, dude. That's it. Um, fuck them. I know, I know. But what I'm saying even too, though, is that like beyond all of this, even if you are one of the bros that's going to flip on a Twitch stream and be like, ha tab out, and I'm just going to chill and leave it on low or whatever it is. Another like unnoticed thing is that you are going to have in this first week, like, hundreds of thousands thousands if not in the millions of viewers on twitch so do you know when you like log into twitch and it shows all the games that are being playing it always one sorts 
usually, I think, to like the highest viewed games, obviously at the top of the list. So WoW will be at the top of that list, and I think because of these drops, and WoW's, these drops are being current, WoW's right? Like, usually, like it'll be top, up there, but, but it's 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 definitely usually it, it transparently it's it's up there maybe, but it's not by any means top five most watched game on Twitch. No, it's usually um, top twenty most of the time. So top twenty, but I'm telling you it's, that it's this above is the okay. fold generally. Like if you go to browse. On sure. Twitch, it's in the first two rows, which would be for those people. Um, I do have some marketing background, and we call that above the fold, which means you can see it before having to scroll down. Or the term above the fold comes from when old timey newspapers used to fold in half. It used to be your, if your ad was above the fold, as in seen on the front page, it would be worth more money. It would cost more. Dude, than shut thought. up! This is the reason why I keep making fun of how old you are. Only an old person would know that. <laughs> But what I'm saying is that, like, Blizzard, through these drops... I'm just speaking to my fellow WoW Forum marketing majors. <laughs> Returning to my glory days. Um, but uh, what I'm saying is they solidified being probably the top-viewed game across, like, multiple weeks, or at least multiple weekends. Because you know that whenever these drops are going, they're going to rock it back up again. And that's, like, going to be coupled with, like... It's a brand new expansion. Honestly, the game, like, I was just going to say, like the, the game probably would have been high up because it's a new expansion. I know, but that's what I'm saying, is that like you're going to add this, all of this, this in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can promise you that there is going to be, if I could foreshadow the future, there's going to be posts on, like, wow, breaking viewership goals or, 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 or records on, on Twitch in those first like week or two. Like, I can guarantee it. Like I, I just said, hope. With everything... I just With hope everything that paired together, hands down. For a little while, something can be higher than just chatting on Twitch. <laughs> hot tub, uh, hot tub streams, man. They, they'll get you. It's not even hot tub streams. I think hot tub streams has their own category at this point. But like, just chatting, <laughs> just chatting's always number one. And I don't know, call me old fashioned, but Twitch used to be about video games. Anyway, that's a different tangent. They're not going on a whole like. Yeah, it was like uh, Twitch. Yeah, let's uh, let's 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 own this in. Let's summarize. I think that Darren and I agree that this is for the better of the game. It is a good idea. We are happy to see it. And anyone that feels differently, fuck you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's as simple as free mount is good for everyone. And I don't care if you already have it. I don't care. I don't care if you already have it. It's, well, I mean, it's, well, I don't care if you already bought it. Let's put it that way. I don't care if you already bought it. Bought some freaking mount and you're mad that now other people can get it when you thought that you could just fly around on a... This, people do it with Spectral Tiger all the time. Look at me, I'm on a Spectral Tiger, right? That's the only reason you walk around on a Spectral Tiger. And so everyone can see you on it, right? So you can say, look at me. I, 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 and I'm going to say this too, that if like 50% of my new viewership is people that are really, really mad about the Feldrake, um, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah, hopefully the people that are listening are um, legacy Andes and uh, aren't going to get mad at me for saying, fuck those guys who are whining about their Feldrakes. But listen, if you want real prestige in this game, if you want something that someone sees you fly by and they think that you're good at the game, don't spend three grand, five grand, 10 grand on TCG mounts because they're artificially rare. Go spend your time doing something that is rare, that does have carry prestige, like getting a rank one PVP title or getting gladiator, flying around on a glad mount, getting it, go around and just slash yell your world first raid kill achievement. That's prestige. 
in World of Warcraft. The Feldrake, Spectral Tiger, etc. They are not. Stop pretending that they are. And that's it. Next topic. <laughs> well, let's continue to inspire rage and passion. How's that? Let's talk about some nerfs, because those always get everybody going. Those are fun. So, I mean, there are a couple tunings that actually took effect uh, this week, week of, I guess, November 1st, 30, October 31st, I guess, which included um, probably the most notable, most angry that I've seen, um, the 25% flat nerf to all damaging abilities for Enhancement Shaman. Wrecked. Good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that sucks. Good. Like, I mean, we were complaining. We were complaining about this when we were having, when we got those twenty percent blanket nerfs for Ret and Balance, and that must not feel good if you play enhancement. But fuck side em. note, fuck them. Side note, I have to start putting. I have to start putting that this is like an explicit podcast with all this cursing. Yeah, um, I know. Honestly, though, but I think it only changed today. Like, as we are predominantly just because of those legacy Andes, get me all yeah, charged up. Honestly, it's probably just reading too much profanity and. I was forums. reading those stupid forums. We have to read those forums. Yeah. yeah so I mean, Windwalker. Side note: also... uh, Only one of my classes is on this list, instead of both of them. Yeah. So Windwalker also taking a hit. Um, Holy Priest. Oh, as and well, my and Dispriest, and my so... according to Hodge class, I'm going to play in Dragonflight. Well, I don't know now. Everyone keeps calling it a bean spec, so I'm <laughs> take it. It's not not going to be uh oh wow fifth as fury damage reduced by 20 percent rising sun kick blackout kick reduced by 20 percent yeah yeah windwalker got kicked in the nuts too eh? yeah havoc took hits yeah there was uh there was definitely some more nerfies and as much as i hate to see it oh well <laughs> i think that like again i need everybody to please honestly shadow just... got buffed shadow didn't get nerfed because Shadow is still garbage. No matter the how many got, times the only, the only thing that got nerfed for Shadow was Mind Games. Mind Games what I'm got getting at. 25%, and then Shadow got buffed pretty well 10% buff across the board on all abilities. What I'm getting at is I need everybody to look at this because I've seen it a lot over, you know, on Twitter especially, where, you know, people are obviously pretty frustrated with, I mean, a lot, again, a lot of it was on the enhancement tunes, um, although that, you know, a couple of them obviously saw other ones, but I think that the, the enhancement one obviously was the big kicker just wait before you know you're uh, you know the amount of people i saw that were like looks like i'm playing evoker or i was gonna play enhancement shaman or evoker this expansion thanks blizzard for making that decision for me i genuinely was reading that like read the post like relax everybody just needs to chill i know how annoying it is to be nerfed heavily like the funniest thing is that I'm looking at, like, you know, this 25% damage, and not even to, like, specifically, like, call out my class. Like, the initial nerf that happened to balance was actually more than 25% of our damage, for the record. And it sucks. I get it. I'm not saying it's fun. But what I'm saying is that, like, we are in pre-patch. We spoke to Lank's last, you know, segment about, you know, the impacts of having, like, some of the covenant abilities like still entwined some of the soul binds still working you know some of the legendaries so you can take different talents because you already have a legendary like nothing is how it fully should be they're testing as much as they can still in beta but also the beta numbers haven't 
risen all that much in the last couple of weeks either, even with more keys going out because players are starting to play retail again, starting to test their classes in, 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 in this. And I mean, in a way, like this is new content quotations. So people are coming back and starting to play here, um, which is cool. You want people to be playing on retail, but it just speaks to like, there's a lot of testing still needs to be done. There's a lot that needs to be seen and like it will change again. You know, I think that like we saw, you know, some classes like Rogue, for example, in that initial nerf that Balance got with Rhett Paladin, um, Rogue's got axed super heavy too, like 20% on across like every single ability or 15%. On every single ability, but in the most two cent or two most recent tunes, like if you look even here, it's like you know assassination was buffed, um, ambush twenty percent, rapture by or rupture by five percent, subtleties up five percent, pretty much across the board. So like they brought them down, and then through testing, noticed that like they needed fine tweaks to bring them back up just a bit, and they'll do the same thing. Everyone just needs to calm down. Like and in no way that anybody who's not following like current um blogs would wouldn't know that like enhancement was way overperforming. Like they were crushing everybody and it was just like not realistic. So again, everybody, I get it. It sucks. Just please chill. Shit happens. It sucks. Oh well. Nobody likes being be nerfed and we're the first ones to complain about being nerfed too. Yeah, I know so that's why I was like, I get it. It sucks. Is. I feel you. Mm-hmm. But like again, I think that you know, even to what I was saying to you last week is that like there's just too much going on right now that it's hard to see. So we'll just have to uh, ease up on. Uh, I'm asking everyone to ease up now. I think that as we had probably talked at length about you know some of the challenges that uh, or some of the topics that came up with obviously the Twitch drops and it absorbed some of this. Question for you because you are probably more versed in this and you are more pvp oriented than i tend to be have you done any solo shuffle do you know anything about it have i done any since this become rated or quote unquote rated sure this season no no i've done i've done solo shuffle i don't particularly like it It takes too long so i get a little uh i get a little annoyed at how how long it takes to do uh do around but like what's what's your question i'm just saying like so to so to catch everybody up right now this new form of rated pvp where you get to play by yourself so you don't have to worry about like a teammate, team members. That's cool. I appreciate, you know, putting things in that necessarily you can just do on your own or to the solo player you can do on your own. But oh my gosh, what are they doing? Do you know that up until last week or like just like last week's um, update, players were never actually penalized for AFKing out. <laughs> you could literally just like log in and just AFK out and then instantly get gibbed at the start of every single round and get no penalty at all. No rating loss, no nothing. Or if they just left in the middle, once they left in the middle, it immediately meant that everybody in that in that group of six instantly got zero rating, even if you were winning. So if you were winning and you were crushing everybody and you're having a great round and there's some like if, they, if, 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 if somebody leaves during a round that you're on their team, either team, either team. <laughs> Here's the thing. So like if you were like just everybody, if you, gets, were, if so, if if you, you were, leave, everyone, everyone gets booted. Everyone basically gets booted and no one gets anything. So, like, if you're crushing... <laughs> so, if I'm getting wrecked, I'm, I can just leave? You can just leave and have <laughs> no damage to your rating. Now, here's the thing. They just recently changed this. Um, because the way that the rating works is that it's based on how many wins you would have in a round. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah. Whoever wins so the like, most gets rating. But well, I mean, I'm last, assuming that's how they do it, but that's how you win. Last week, the, the way that they did it was that if you abandoned a game, you got 
the equivalent rating loss to losing all six rounds if you left, even if you want to have you just left. so how does the rating um, like I, like I said, I haven't done rated, so how does the actual rating work like you just said uh losing your rating over all six rounds, you gain rating per round and then a total at the end or gain to or be honest rating? like that's why I was kind of uh, getting an idea <laughs> like some of your brand because I don't mm-hmm. tender I don't typically do a lot of PvP. um again I'm well I don't do a lot of solo like, PvP. <laughs> Yeah, fair. Um, but I was like, I've been just following some of like the outrage on Twitter and again, reading the outrage and then going through like, you know, and then piecing it back together with like what Blizzard is like hot fixing in. It paints quite the pretty picture. Like I said, when, when Blizzard's painting in being like, now if you abandon a game, you will get the rating loss equivalent to losing all six of your rounds. I was like, so that wasn't a thing before. You know what I mean? Like, no wonder all these people are losing their darn minds. People are literally just dropping out of games midway through if they're, like, losing. Or, you know, there was even stuff where it was players just actually, like, giving up and not doing anything in the rounds rather than leaving. Or players, because, as you can imagine, PvP can get pretty intense, get kind of heated. You know, players want to win. So let's say you got your friend Mr. Shaman here, and he's not very good. And you guys get into a little disagreement in raid chat about how bad he is. So Mr. Shaman just decides that every single time that you're on his team, he does nothing. No defensives, walks right out into the middle of the team, and just dies. And you're raiding tanks, because every single time you play with Mr. Shaman, you lose. It was happening. These are all legitimately things that were happening. So, you know, it's... uh. Also, it was like the conquest that they, they were getting for doing them was like abysmal. You're getting like no conquest at all for doing it. Oh, really? Yeah, like zero conquest. So it was like not worth it. And once you got past some of the, to my understanding, once you got past some of the early, um, like the earlier ratings, like out of the first 1,000, the queue times got so incredibly massively long for DPS players. The players were waiting like over 30 minutes to get into one queue. Yeah, well, isn't that the kind of, takes away from the whole point of uh, solo doesn't it yeah so 30 minutes for a queue and then so here's the thing top it all together playing it put it all together you have 30 player you have 30 minutes of wait to get into one where mr shaman was a butthead and decides Mm -hmm. to throw his games with you and you lose your rating yeah wonderful terrible right so just not working in my opinion and then on top of that you know the the wait time actually is not because people don't want to do it. People are actually interested. It's the only PvP content that even came out right now. So like people are doing sure. it. You can go on Twitch, people are doing it. The problem is actually that everybody typically is a DPS. It's that worse version of like nobody wanting to play healer in PvP. So what they have now in solo shuffle is that you can get into games in solo shuffle where there are no heals. It is literally just two tanks and four DPS. Well, there's too many one-shots, so I can imagine being a healer and PvP being not super fun. Like, you can't you more or less feel useless when everyone's everyone's able, able to one-shot everyone else. What's the point in having a healer? You might as well just have tanks and DPS. Tanks to take the hits and DPS to hopefully, you know, have the right have the right combination of uh, of goes and one shot somebody else. You know what I mean? So yeah, and I'm like I said, I don't hate. Trust me, I all of season three played Resto Druid, so I know how annoying it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I remember you know doing a ton of twos to fill out my vault with you. Where if I came up with a rogue mage, I was like this is terrible. Like they both can one shot. This is gonna be brutal, right? Um, so I get it. No one wants to be a healer, but 
Because no one wants to be a healer, there aren't any, or not enough, so queue times are a mess, which is resorting into, like, tank and DPS queues, which, from what I've gathered as well, are terrible. <laughs> They're just, like, not very good. I think, like, I saw somebody crank out incredible rating as a Guardian Druid, because... They were playing the Guardian Druid Venthyr. And so to anyone that's ever done any like keys or anything with like a Venthyr Guardian Druid, their three minute ravenous frenzy, because they can, you know, with their haste buff, they can stack it up like super, super high. And then because of, you know, the talent trees now where you can technically like for druids, you can be two different covenants, you can also squeak in like like a convoke in there. It also gets you a bunch of extra stacks and hits really, really hard. So, like, actually, these Venthyr Guardian Druids, this is the troll, are literally going in there as tanks, raking up a bunch of stacks and actually just killing everybody as a tank. Yeah. And because there's no well, healer I mean, in the group, to be fair, no, you can't heal through it. To be fair, that's probably part of the reason why they released it now. So they can see how Solo Shuffle actually works in a raided environment and how it's doing. So they can work out some bugs and try to have some of these weird things that you had mentioned not not go through to season one of Dragonflight. Yeah, like I said, I, I just <laughs> I wanted to know. I mean, I guess that you and I are going to maybe have to like eat for, for science, eat a bit of a bullet over the next like couple weeks and maybe test it maybe i'll try it see how i feel about it and get so i can get a little bit more insight on that side of it but so far from what i've gathered it's terrible don't do it <laughs> yeah maybe i'll try it now that you've had now that you've mentioned it but interesting at yeah. least they're hot at least they're fixing like i mean some of that stuff is just outrageous like afk and or just dropping group and screwing everybody in the game over and i get that when somebody drops, that's really it's the end of the game, right? But I don't know what you do to combat that, really. Like, just let somebody else queue in. And I don't, I don't know. Because if they're giving you... Let's just let somebody else queue in, honestly. Because if they're just giving you conquests based on each round, then when the game's over, if you only played two rounds, then you should only get the conquest that's equivalent to the two rounds that you played because you went in and replaced somebody else. You know what I mean? Just like in, a, just yeah, like in an instance, like if you... you go in for the last boss, well, oh, well, you don't get loot from the other three bosses, but you got to do the last one move on to your next instance or your next solo shuffle queue yeah i definitely think that that's what they gotta do and i mean and then it's just like some heavy heavy like penalizing of the person that leaves. yeah i don't know what you do yeah that's something that i can't decide but yeah i would just say that like i i mean correct me if you feel any differently but like um i would see it as something where i'm like you know should be some harsher forms of like dessert um where it's like hey like if you're gonna drop a group like you can't play for 24 hours like eat it for 24 hours you're like banned from solo shuffle well that's probably too harsh because there is such a thing as dc and if sure. you get if you dc and then you know whatever your power goes out you dc your internet shits to bed your wi-fi card is fucked i don't know kid so walks by and unplugs your ethernet car- ethernet cable and then you come back and your 24 hour your 24 hour ban you have like a soft ban from solo shuffle yeah i don't know i don't know like i said I, i'm not really i don't even have any suggestion like a conquest penalty or some combination of the two or something else entirely i'm not really sure but yeah there definitely has to be some sort of uh punishment of some sort because to keep people accountable for um their actions in in, in that content because you can't have people just going in and then quitting wasting people's time it's like if an instance like bring that example up again it's just be the same thing if an instance everyone just got kicked out you know what i mean like or you know, LFR, someone leaves a group and all of a sudden you all instantly hit a loading screen and everybody's done, you know, like that's, that's, that's ridiculous. And the same thing goes for this. So I think the solution that way is just 
having people be able to queue in into games that are already that are already on that are already ongoing in case somebody drops you're constantly queuing in because like the ratings based on your solo uh, uh performance per round right so i don't think it really does it really matter whether you're there for all six rounds or not? Probably not. You'll just get you'll just get conquest and rating based on you know however they have it broken down percentage wise per round. I have no clue how they handle the rating for rounds of solo shuffle, but I think that's probably that's probably the solution to on the other side of people leaving for the people that are still left instead of having them get it to, their time wasted, get kicked out right away, and then they don't earn anything. And so yeah, yeah and hopefully for like season right. one they have something figured out. By then, yeah, and... say, you're you're just right that I mean it's good to see that at least they're obviously they released it early and they're working on it. I mean they've made they made some changes already, so let's just like fingers crossed hope that it's not a complete dud. Um, sure. Because I wouldn't mind checking it out, but I want now because I just like had this like wave of a of a memory of a thought because it's so fresh. Okay. Episode two, episode two of Legacies just dropped today. It did. Thoughts, feelings, Mister. Oh, I hate was... comic book art. Well, this was way better than the first one. Obviously, the first one. I, li- listen, I, I still don't prefer the, the art style over any number of ways they could have went instead. I'm not going to, I'll die on that hill, I guess. Why don't you um, use your marketing degree and tell me why it's not better? <laughs> my marketing degree. Why it's not better to have the guy who did the uh, the Wrath trailer, why it's not better to have him do that instead of this comic book style? I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Let's also do a cost analysis, though, of... You know, I don't, yeah, yeah. I know small indie company; they can't afford it. But uh, it—I don't know. This one was way better. This is right into my right up my alley now with uh, the whole. I guess which is it? Spoilers? I mean, the five-minute video. Go watch it because I'm going to talk about it now, and we're going to tell you what happened in it. We're going to talk about the stuff that's happening in it. So if you haven't watched Legacies Chapter Two, spoilers, 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 spoilers. Um, that said, this is where you just play like funny, like you know. <laughs> random music yeah so people have a time we'll wait it's fine you go ahead and you That's watch right. it you guys go watch the video right now that's cool i'm just gonna keep talking about other uh you know other uh other yes. other other things um uh i saw um a 12 month subscription package that <laughs> oh, seemed God, pretty literally legit. <laughs> that's cool yeah that was pretty cool um yes. you know it's for yes. what three if, three dollars yeah, for two hundred dollars in WoW, you get what uh, one, two, three, four mounts, three mounts, and a unknown mount later this year. In addition, in Wrath, you also get a mount, a tabard, and a pet later in this year. And then, of course, you get your twelve months of game time for all for low, low prices of one ninety five, ninety eight in Canadian rupees. So yeah, and I think it uh, you have up until January the fifteenth of twenty twenty three to uh, mull it over. And uh, make your call. I mean, I think it's uh, eh, these bastards are so good at making me spend money. I hate them. But uh, I seen people already in Oribos running around on on the uh, the Merlock. The Merlock I, was like, mm-hmm. I was like, dang, I want it. Anyways, that's probably been five minutes, bro. I'm just, I know, I was like, Dragonflight Legacies just... Chapter Two. <laughs> it's my moment to buy. Okay, stop shilling. Prestige. <laughs> <laughs> to buy prestige. Uh, fuck. Uh, okay, yeah, legacies, legacies. This is enough time. So uh, we're talking to Nazdormu is talking to Emberthal again, the commander of the Drakthir, who was the number two to uh, Notharian, aka Net- Deathwing. Uh, this particular 
episode has a lot more still image action and i think we start to get starts to shape a little bit more of what the story of the game may be go on <laughs> you got nothing okay the stat story i didn't realize you were done yo dude trust me you don't want to get me started when it comes to lore so i just thought that you were gonna continue to uh well okay well then fine so Basically now, what it seems like to me is that Nazdormu is, at the end he says something to the effect of he's missing one piece, one crucial moment that has long remained hidden from me, he says. And only you, me and Emberthal, can lead me there. Something to do with, obviously, the Dragon Isles, right? And uh, now, is this like a path to... um, um, uh, Murazon, is that going to be? Are we going to have infinite dragon flight, like an infinite dragon flight patch in this game, or something like that? Or is Murazon going to be the final boss? Is are we going to kill more dragon aspects? What do you think's What do you think's happening? What do you Where do you think this episode of Legacies points uh, the the expansion in direction? It points the expansion in. Oh my goodness! So I am going to start <laughs> off by saying another awesome episode. Wicked, awesome, better than the last one. Very much. Great work. Super awesome. Now, I think that um, it The episode itself solidifies. is about Nosdormu telling Emberthal about Deathwing. Emberthal yes, doesn't about- know what happened to Notharian because they've all been, I don't know, asleep or whatever the hell for however many years. Um, and Nosdormu is showing Emberthal what happened to Notharian. He doesn't believe it. Nosdormu shows the madness of Deathwing and then the aspects um, using the, um, the Dragon Soul to defeat him and then the aspects giving giving up their power for the uh reign of the reign of mankind or whatever it was at the end of at the end of dragon soul basically and then it ends with the thing that i said earlier so anyway sorry go ahead <laughs> way to cut me off bro in like my favorite part of the segment well i realized i realized that i didn't actually say what happened i just had said what happened at the end so just wanted Yo, to we gave them five minutes to watch so it's fine <laughs> they should have known <laughs> um but uh I think it opens up some, I would say it opens the opportunity to theorycraft many different things, which is awesome. Deathwing redemption like, arc? Yeah, he's coming back. Um, I Daddy totally Deathwing. come back. Murazon. Now, here's a take that I have. I don't think Murazon Alternate timeline. Crazy, right? Okay. I don't think that Murazon is actually like the end bad guy. I think that he is obviously not great, but I think that there's probably actually more to that story that will develop. Um, okay. You know, I think that he's it's anyone anyone that remembers him in End Time and Dungeon, like you know, the Cataclysm the, Dungeon. Yeah. Yeah, the background a lot on him is you know that he was, I believe, cursed with. The knowledge of seeing the end of time, um, which, yeah, which is what made him the way he was. Um, so, you know, however, which way you take it, I mean, sure, the things that he did, he did not, it did not make him a good person or a good guy by any means. Um, but you know, you could also argue that, like, what does that do to a person, right? And how does it change what they might or might not do after knowing knowledge? Um, so, actually, side, so don't think he's actually the bad guy. Although he, we're, we're definitely an encounter. What I actually think that this probably hints back towards predominantly is the the connection with like the evil that is like hinted there. You know the 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 lore you know clearly states that you know Deathwing was obviously manipulated by whispers. These whispers you know actually 
related in and it's actually been starting to overlap more and more with some of these these journals i guess that are being found in tearhold uh the dungeon and some of these scripts i think we talked a little about them in the last episode where the the void were once prevalent across all of Azeroth. there were only you know the four old gods which were you know the the four baddies and i mean in theory they're all gone but they yes we killed them through various expansions but they were the ones that obviously manipulated Deathwing. And I think that like the specific one was Cthulhu. Don't quote me, but I think it was actually Cthulhu is the one who was like more solely responsible for corrupting Deathwing. And so I think that there's something there that has to connect this piece because the old gods' influence in terms of you know how they've manipulated characters and wow and, and changed the outcomes of a lot of things that have happened. The old gods, even though they were the old gods that were imprisoned by the titans and and all of this um they're still completely you know prevalent and things keep happening because of them so they're clearly not gone there has been quotes you know like if you look at like some of the quotes from um oh who did we kill at the end of uh bfa um that old god um black empire yeah it's spacing um, me now because it's off you know, he said that, like, in, in one of his quotes or, like, in one of his, like, Zothy tones that, like, that the Void was, was not even, like, they, they weren't even, like, the worst. And they weren't even the bad. So, like, I think that there's something else beyond the Void and beyond these old gods that's, you know, either been channeled through and, like, you know, I'm they keep talking about, like, an old, um, an old, uh, what did they say, an old uh, enemy has returned or something like that in the last one, right? An old. Right. So, Here's like my take. Do they need Deathwing? No. Galakron? You are ridiculous. No. So, Rizon? to anybody that knows the lore behind the old gods, the there were four, right? There was Zoth, uh, Cthulhu, Yogg-Saron, Yogg-Saron, and Ysarj. So Ysarj, arguably one of the only ones that actually we haven't fought. But the lore actually goes that Ysarj was the biggest of the old gods. Yeah, Shiraj, was that what it is? Yeah. So he was the biggest of the old gods. Mm-hmm. And the most, I guess, in position of charge of ancient powerful. Azeroth. Of ancient Azeroth. And, I mean, if, if, you, if, if you want the specifics on the nitty-gritty, like, look it up on Wowpedia. Like, they have maps drawn up of, like, what it would have looked like. And like where some of the elemental, you know, people made their stands, yes. like 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 Ragnaros. If you remember and Siege of Orgrimmar, and... if you remember Siege of Orgrimmar in that big heart chained up in the instance at the at when you when you uh, yes, yeah, so that was his heart. Yes, that was his heart. heart, and that's that's the good connection through. But so here's the thing: is that like the lore is that when the Titan Keeper reached down into Azeroth and like basically like ripped Yusarge right out of Azeroth's, like, core. Now, it was said in that, like, lore that because the old gods ran so deep within the earth of Azeroth that it caused such a massive tear, causing, you know, the lifeblood of Azeroth to actually seep out of Azeroth. Now, this is actually being, this is actually in reference to the Well of Eternity, which is, you know, everybody probably remembers the Well of Eternity. I think it's it's discussed more in Legion. Legion? Was there a dungeon? Legion? Either way. Uh, it's actually, I think, Well of Eternity. Either way. So it, it's regarded as like the Well of, uh, it was where the Well of Eternity is and caused the separation 
on Azeroth. So that's how he ends. And that's how like his heart is placed in this vault. But I find it hard to believe that, you know, we've obviously fought, you know, three of the old gods, all of which have like had deeper influences and can't really seem to get rid of them, even though they were like all technically like imprisoned in their own ways. But Ysar is the biggest and most powerful one is like that often led the other three, like got ripped out and his heart was you know, in a vault somewhere and like he's gone forever. Like I don't fully believe that. And then the other pieces, like I think this is all building to a direction of like, okay, but like where did the old gods actually come from and like where like what's behind them, right? And I think that like that also goes to like some of the quotes from the doomsday people that were actually around in Legion that were saying, you know, that um, you know, I think it was like even the void would howl for the light, which is like completely opposite as like what you would expect. Right. Okay. So like And so what does all this have to do with Dragonflight Legacies chapter two? So I like what I'm what I'm saying because you asked me like in, in your in your well, roundabout way about the old so what I think enemy who's Nos, coming back. Okay. So what I think is that what Nosdormu cannot see is he cannot see like how like his how Deathwing could have been corrupted and how, you know, the the acts that have happened and have transpired and continue to transpire involving these old gods actually continues to happen so what you're saying and is deathwing this, redemption arc yes exactly and these missed <laughs> memories are stuff that like even like it, you know i think there's reference to, like the discs the norganon discs that were actually in brd brd anyways like i'm probably butchering the crap out of it but there is a lot sounds like there is a ton of stuff now that like can be drawn from like multiple expansions across multiple well yes of countries. course so please 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 don't take my word from it forget everything i told you and just read it or if you're somebody who likes to listen to some great stuff like i often get a lot of great lore feedback from bellular gaming yeah bellular and, loves it. and he is incredible at like breaking down things and he'll do the same thing like in a much more educated better way than i do <laughs> where he will give you theory graphs of like well this could be this connection and this could make sense and then you come up with your own idea of it and i think that like that's some of the fun part about it is that like you get to kind of be like oh like i like this could happen and like i think this could happen from like what you think might happen um and i think that again getting into it like that was what's been missing from wow when we're talking about like you know the outer worldly and why jailer failed well we talked about this last episode with shadowlands and what was the one word that i said that could have made shadowlands great arthas right now it sort of sounds like they're going down the road and i mean like once you have nosdormu in the picture it means you can kind of do whatever you want right because he is the aspect of time once you can time control skips. time you can kind of do whatever you can more or less justify doing whatever you want whether that's the galacron angle or the deathwing angle or the um Murzon angle or all of the above in some way shape or form and really it's an old god angle you can kind of do all those things just like Shadowlands would have been able to have uh, brought Arthas back as a main uh, a main character in the story. So I'm totally for them doing that sort of thing. And I'm not really sure where it's going. I think I, th- I think with all the Nosdormu content in these legacies uh, uh, shorts, it points me to uh, to a Murazon type of thing. Murazon being involved, involved at least, in one way or another. Um, I'm not sure how yet, but 
whether he whether he ends up being a raid boss or ends up you know Murazon redemption arc maybe I don't know <laughs> but uh, I think he's going to be part of the story in one way or another. Hot take: Azeroth's world soul is actually an old void god who's actually bad and not good like we all think. All those times we saved her, mm-hmm. and the jailer was actually a good guy, just trying to warn us. I hope they don't just yeah okay sure no comment. Same- same, same with Big Sword guy. He was just trying to plunge his sword into Azeroth. What sword? Yeah, just trying to rid us of this baddie at our core. All right. Well, I think that that covers as much as we need to cover on lore before we'll also just be hodge on a tangent about about lore. So yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I want to talk about the next stuff because I'm going to go on a tangent on something else. All right. Why don't you take it away? I don't even know what you want to talk about. Two weeks before uh, so, invasions and invokers come into the game. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I um, I wanted to hopefully finish the segment uh, today. On you know we are uh, two weeks away for the elemental invasions and invokers, um, and it actually puts us uh, f- uh, four weeks exactly four weeks away from uh, Dragon. Yeah, launch. we're recording on the first here today. So yes, sorry. Uh, <coughs> two weeks. Give or take, day, give I guess, for, for when you patch and four weeks. Yeah, four weeks for um, the uh, expansion release. Yeah, so two weeks away and then uh, four weeks for expansion release. So I have put together a little bit of like a uh, to-do list that like I've been working through myself over the little bit. I mean, some of the stuff's pretty common sense, so I don't want to go too far into any of it. But uh, a couple things I would say, like you know, little tips or tricks or tips of the week. Yeah. Um. To maybe get you set up and give you maybe a little bit of uh, time. We'll have a new segment. It'll be called Just the Tip with Hodge. I'm in. I always wanted my own show. I don't need you. But you'll still like edit my shit, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Perfect. So I guess to start off, I mean, actually, Darren had mentioned some of it earlier. You know, rather than this being super boring and me just like reading off my giant list, what do you do before a new expansion? I don't even remember what I do. Nothing, generally. I think what I try to do is I, I, I participate in the pre-patch. I kind of do whatever is going on with the pre-patch event. There's always an event of some kind. I try to get the stuff that's being released, right? Like there'll be something. So I'll do all of that. And then when it comes to like day to be released, really the main thing I do to get my characters ready is empty their inventory, uh, clean my bank, empty like my reagent bank. And I want to have room for all of the stuff and I only want to have stuff in my bag that's important, like all my teleporting devices. And <coughs> that's like pretty much it. Uh, maybe some goblin gliders I'll have in my bag. And yeah, so I'll pretty well go to every character and kind of get rid of the old expansions stuff, with the exception of some consumables that I'll use during leveling just to like get rid of them and uh, go through everybody's bags and make sure that everyone's there. Um, if it's right the day before the expansion drops, I'll position my characters in the place that they're supposed to be to start whatever quest it is that's going to start the uh, expansion content. That's all I can think of off the top of my head, really. I mean, that's one. I, well, that's one hundred percent one of the biggest things I had was I was like definitely make inventory space. Um, I would say that like go through your characters now, and I mean might have might be a little too late in reality to like make a lot of money off of any of your materials, but. There will still be some sale value. I mean, there are a lot of people that, especially that are like really trying to quest quickly and 
you know, they'll actually like con- use consumables while they're leveling. I for myself like made like a stack of whatever I could myself and like have it in my bags ready to go as well. Just to, you know, I'm going to totally use it. I mean, if I already have it, it's not going to cost me any extra money. Sure. Right. Like why not eat every now and then or whatever it may be. Um, so I'm definitely going to recommend doing that. Um, like I said, definitely making space, uh, especially considering the, uh, the newest expansion and how our talent or our, our profession systems going to work. Make sure that you think through, I guess, what you're going to be doing for your professions, because professions are going to have a much larger impact in this expansion. And then, I guess, plan accordingly for, like, maybe even to your, more specifically, like, your gear type, so that, you know, maybe if you're a leather worker and you're a druid like myself, um, you can craft yourself some good gear. Get a region bag early. Um, I don't exactly know at what point that you are going to be allowed to get one in Dragonflight, but I'm going to recommend that you get one as soon as you humanly can. Just because you're going to have the extra slot for the reagent bag and you're going to need it. The, as I had mentioned, the profession stuff, extremely heavy. I've been playing around with it a lot in the beta uh, the last like two weeks to make sure like I had a better grasp on it. And it's going to be a lot of materials and they're going to be materials that drop from like all over. Some from actually like doing the gathering professions, some from killing mobs, some from, you know, raiding and killing you know raid bosses and dungeon bosses like there's gonna be a lot of stuff and you know how blizzard loves to give you lots of stuff to hold in your bag at least it this time around will mean that like you'll have a spot to put it so make sure you get that bag early and you hold on to everything that would be of profession value because you might actually need it or it might worth some good value um so definitely do that a lot of us have probably been doing this already but set up your builds um your talent builds uis Characters to be ready. You don't want to be logging in day one and, you know, setting up your UI. Also, I would say that, like, for something I learned from, you know, even just when this pre-patch dropped, maybe have a bit of an idea as to, like, what you would do or what you'd be, you're going to be comfortable with if some of your add-ons don't actually work out the gate. Usually it takes some of the content uh, add-on creator a little bit of time to make them and to get them updated. So, like, in the event that, let's say, a couple of your add-ons don't work or a couple of your weak auras don't work, but you can't play your character without that weak aura, you're going to be in some rough times. So maybe have a plan B or look at like what it would be if you didn't have a weak aura or an add-on of some sorts. And uh, I would say probably this week for our biggest tip of the week, something that I actually was not aware of until um, you know, taking a closer look on the beta, to any users that are actually using uh, Antumbra, your, I guess, your caster uh, minan, or if you're using gavel for a strength user that's using the jailer weapon, um, look to actually find a new weapon uh, for your leveling process. The effects of actually those weapons will no longer work once you actually hit level 61. And funny enough, when I was leveling, I didn't even notice. Like, I copied my character over and I didn't even notice. So, super fun, super cool. Um, those weapons, or at least Entumbra doesn't even have stats on it just intellect so definitely want to be looking for a new weapon even if it's a lower item level it's going to be better as a whole and i mean you could definitely do research as to like where you would quest i mean i know that like you're it's pretty straightforward i would say so like you're not going to worry too much about like when to go where there's going to be people that have arguably different routes that's going to be better for them but um above all else i would say not stress about it just have fun with it to anyone that's played a, a, a new expansion like it is genuinely the best time uh, in my opinion of the entire expansion right in the beginning when it's like super fun and new and 
you know, the player base is usually never as high as it usually is. So right at the start, it's overall a really, really fun time. So enjoy it. Take your time with it. Do the side quests. If you like the story, pay attention. Watch the cinematic. Don't skip it and try to come back like Darren does. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like I said, just uh, just enjoy. That's not what I'm going to be doing. I don't usually um, skip them while I'm playing. I'm just saying, like, I don't necessarily, I don't concentrate quite as much maybe on what's going on until after the fact a lot of the time. But uh, I would agree that it's definitely the best time to play the game if, uh, you know, you're thinking about getting back into the game or you know if someone plays the game doesn't play it again it's always the best time at the beginning of expansion the game is very lively and uh, there's lots of people playing there's lots of people around and yeah and i guess one other thing i guess i didn't mention is uh, add-ons add-ons would be the other thing like the night before i would probably get all my add-ons uh together and updated because like you're gonna have updates pretty frequently at this point anyone who's using lvui right now obviously uh, has seen every day maybe a couple times a day that LVI is out of date when you're playing. And that's because these guys are working tirelessly to get uh, their add-ons working properly for for the expansion. So usually the night before, I'll try to update everything and hopefully uh, it'll all be good. And then you probably have to update them again several times and whatever. But at least when you log in, you're not like, everything's not broken when you first, when you load the game and you don't have to like spend time dicking around when you could be doing the doing the expansion content. So but yeah, great time in the game, and I'm looking forward to it. Almost as much as I'm looking forward to my Feldrick. <laughs> oh, so much prestige. But anyways, uh, I think that I think that'll pretty much do it for us. And uh, yeah, thanks again, like I said at the beginning, for all the people that are listening, new people that are listening, and it's already way well well beyond our expectations when we started doing this just a couple months ago. So if you'd like uh, to get notifications when we're when new podcasts come out, follow us. We're on all major podcast platforms, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on Amazon Music. I think that's I think that's it. Um, you can follow or subscribe on any of those channels and uh, you'll get notifications whenever we drop a new episode. And otherwise, you can find myself or Hodge on Twitch at uh, RealDareRoo for myself or Hodgemosis for Hodge. And you can follow us on Twitter at EMPodcast4. You can email us. Trust me, we say it every time. We would love to hear from people, whether it's your hot takes on our hot takes, or maybe you just want to hear us bicker and uh, chat about a topic that you find interesting that we might have overlooked. We'd love to hear anybody who uh, who wants to let us know. At, you can email us at EMPodcast at mail.com. And yeah, that's, I think that covers everything. You're on YouTube. Doing something on YouTube. I'm not sure is that hot at Hodgemosis on YouTube or Yeah, same uh same handle. Um just, you know, setting up different avenues for people to uh be able to um, you know, join us. Um, you know, I, I definitely want to uh attempt to open that that platform for uh everybody just with um with, with Dragonflight right around the corner. We're gonna be probably on a lot. Um and I'm gonna be trying to make a pretty strong effort to make sure I get out to everybody, even with the incentives. Actually, it's going to be anyone that's actually streaming Dragonflight, so uh, yeah. it will actually count towards your hours. Um, yeah, you can come and watch us. Um, and, yeah. Super cool, super fun, and uh, critique our play. Yeah, exactly. Give us a hard time. You know, typical stuff. Rub it in Darren's face when I get mounts. You know, just <laughs> you can um, come. You can come and see me not uh, play Windwalker Monk. <laughs> uh, it'll be fun. I would love to have you guys. Thank you so much for the past uh, nine episodes. 
Looking forward to uh, episode 10 next week, the big 10, 1 0, and many more to come. All right, right on. Thanks, everyone, and Thank we'll you. talk to you next time. Don't forget to ask your guard.